Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and today is a very, very special episode for two reasons. One, hello, it's our birthday. Hey, it is our birthday at the Grace Fields Wife. This today marks two years of the podcast. Two years of trying and putting out episodes and really trying to show up for you guys and doing my best to be here for you and and build a community, whether it's on the show or in the Facebook community, what have you. Two years of, of really doing the work. I will be totally honest, not necessarily two years of being really, really consistent at it. If you have been listening to me for any length of time, you see that I've been super consistent at it for the past uh, several months or really the, the the past year. The first year was a little tough, you know, because we launched right in the beginning of a pandemic, right? Right as the world was shutting down and things got a little crazy there. But here we are. I am so excited to be here with you. Next month, we will be celebrating um, 50,000 downloads. We are very close to hitting 40,000 downloads this month. Uh, Next month, we'll be hitting 50,000 downloads. And these are all amazing things. I mean, the show has charted um, in 20 different countries and the U.S. I mean, it's just been growing by leaps and bounds. We've been really growing a community here. So I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to give you guys kind of a look behind the curtain, if you will, at a live coaching episode that I have done with one of our listeners and one of my clients. Um, And I've explained this to you guys many times, right? I've talked about how to get coaching with me. How can you work with me? And and one of the ways that I said that you can work with me is, is this way right here. And this is free coaching. And what we do is, the reason why I give it for free, I'm only going to do it one time. So it's not like we're going to record all of our coaching sessions for the podcast and it'll all be free. But for one time, I will do a free coaching session with you and we'll record it. And obviously it will be anonymous. No one is going to know your name. They're not going to know any of your details, where you live, what your kids' names are. Like none of that stuff that we might normally talk about in an episode so that I can get to know you. None of that will be in here. What you will hear is my client. What you will hear is her talking about the struggle that she's in and how we walk through that process together in a one-on-one. And the reason why I wanted to do that for you is because so many times, you know, I'm sure you're sitting there and you're like, well, what does a coaching session actually look like? The other thing is I have found so much value from this when I've seen other coaches do it, when I've seen other coaches uh, really kind of give advice live in the air or do any sort of live coaching in that way. Because so oftentimes what you hear, you know, what comes out in the dialogue are things that relate to you and I, you know, they, they you resonate with them and you're like, oh yes, I get that. That is, that's me. I'm right there with you. And that is the purpose of doing this for you, not just to help my client who was able to get a free coaching session, but also to help 
the listener, right? In that the thing she's facing, right? What we're going to talk about today is how to rekindle passion in the marriage when you've been in a rough spot. You know, maybe this is not necessarily her case, but for some of you that I've talked to, maybe you were separated and you're getting back together. Maybe there was infidelity and you're working on healing. All these things that, you know, you, you came through a rough spot and now you're trying to connect and, and, and get together again. It just feels off. It feels weird. It doesn't feel natural. You know, you don't know how how to initiate intimacy and like you don't really know what to do. So that's what we are going to talk about in today's episode and I hope it is a blessing to you. So let's just jump right in. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace-fueled wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. If I remember from your message mm-hmm. correctly, you said, um, were your husband, you and your husband separated or you just came out of like a rough patch and you're looking to find ways to, okay. you tell <laughs> well, me. We have been together, married for almost 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the first like nine years was awful. It is better now, but it's been over the past four or five years that we have progressively made it better. We've never separated, but I'm in a space now. Our communication is off a little bit, but I don't think that that is necessarily the issue. I'm the issue here. Okay. (laughs) I think it is the awkwardness that I feel making the first initiation of anything like welcoming him home every day or you know like being intimate in the bedroom or whatever it is it's and he is in a space where he won't do it first he doesn't want to be rejected I think we're kind of on the same in the same space I'm not my fear isn't being rejected but his fear is being rejected because we've talked about it okay but I've never rejected him (laughs) So, well, not intentionally. I've never flat out just said no or get away from. So that is why he won't initiate it. My head space is what is he going to think if I do initiate it? (laughs) Like what is the, I I don't think there's judgment, but there's fear on my end of Of what his thoughts are. If I come and I give him a hug or if I come and I 
hold his hand. Like I'm, my mind is like, oh my gosh, this is so awkward. What am I thinking? Or what is he thinking? Like, what? oh no. <laughs> so, and I don't know if it's because we went so long not having that. And now we're in a space that, like, I want to do it. Um, and I feel it and I think about it all the time, but I just can't take that step forward to do it. It's so awkward. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you for that. I, first of all, I'm like, oh, you know, to be together for, you said 14 years. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. And and when you said the first nine years being like, I, that resonates with me as I, I remember there was a time in my marriage where, you know, people were like, oh, you know, the beginning of the marriage is the honeymoon stage. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We yeah. fought on our honeymoon. We yeah. fought on our one-year anniversary right. trip. Like, yes, I walked yeah. around the hotel in lingerie and like right. nothing, like nothing, yeah. this, nothing. Yes. So I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and and now like it's so totally different. I think back to that and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I can't even imagine how we even stayed married. Yeah, I, yes, that time, right? So it sounds like you've already done all the hard stuff. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is that like, that's why it comes to, that's why it's weird now. Like you said, because it was always not, you know, because when, as you were talking, it was reminding me of like, when you first start dating somebody, right. And you're just like, yeah, like, that's gonna, true. You know, yeah, gonna think I'm like too. Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. You're right. That's though. what I was hearing yes. when when you were talking. And so what I would say is, you're married, like. Right. So it's a little different. It's not like, oh, what's yeah. he gonna think if I kiss him on the first date? Right. <laughs> right. Or like. Yes obviously I'm not going to sleep with him yet, even though, right. you know, he is kind of hot, like right. those kind of things that you go through your mind when, when yeah. you're dating, like it's not the case anymore. He's right. not going to think that. Right. <laughs> yes. You're you right. Know? Yeah. He, in fact, he'll be like, yes, finally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. And what's funny is that like I, our whole marriage, I'm like, I need you to be affectionate. I need affection. It's my love language. I need it. I need it. I need it. And he just never caught on or didn't care or whatever. Mm-hmm. But last year, for whatever reason, something switched on in his mind and he did a 180 and Yay. he was like following me around like a puppy dog. And he was like all over me. And, and I got to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like what, what did I ask I- for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, um, and then what ended up happening was we got, we both got COVID and uh, when I was sick, I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And it's just not gone back to that. And so I think he was turned off by that. And, and I mean, it's just been so, so now he's waiting for me. Sure. So here's what I hear then. I hear that you want to do it. Yes. And I hear that he kind of wants you to do it. Yes. I don't think kind of, he does. (laughs) But you said you were afraid. Yes. What is that fear? You said a couple of things like, you know, is it, you're not going to be rejected? Like elaborate. What is that fear? I, I don't, I mean, I can't pinpoint exactly, but I think like my, 
my mind goes to the just like what is he thinking what is he gonna think what is like if he walked in the door from work and I went up and gave him a hug I can't I mean I just feel like he would be like what is happening right now okay and and I think for me that stops me and like you know in in the bedroom like me making that first move is just I always think like oh well I could do that but then I'm like what is he gonna think like it is just not normal it's not normal and what is that gonna what is that going to you know stir up in his mind not that I don't want him to be excited because I would do it more but just like what is it going what is he gonna think about me when I do that okay so um if we if we run with that for a little bit Mm -hmm. so what like what's the what's the worst thing yeah you're right I mean it I can't be I don't feel like it would ever be anything negative but that's where I feel like it's me because there's just that fear there that is stopping me from so the fear is so let's pinpoint this fear because you said the fear is what is he gonna think Mm -hmm. and then you said I don't think it's gonna be anything negative Right. So is, is the fear really, what is it going to, he going to think? Cause you just said, you don't think it's anything negative. Is, is it a different fear or is that just the language that you have in your head of like, oh, what is he going to think? Yeah, but maybe I, there is another yes. fear that you haven't been able to verbalize yet. I mean, maybe, but for, I think for me, a lot of it is the stories I'm saying in my head, like, and I'm really bad about that anyway. And he knows that I am because he tells me, (laughs) um, you know, like you create these things in your head and it's just not true. And so I know that that's definitely an area for me, but I, as, as far as something else that I fear, I mean, that is literally what I think about. Like when I'm like, Oh, I really want to hug him when he comes home today. And then I, he'll come home and I'm like, I can't do it. (laughs) like shy yeah very yes yeah oh okay I definitely I I understand the um you know what is the story I'm making up in my head right I talk about this a lot yeah Um, I love Brene Brown how she is able to give us that language right and I I even talk about it in the course like what is the story I'm making up in my head of you know that I know it's a made-up story so um I totally I get that. So, but if we sit here and we say, I'm making up a story in my head, I'm shy, it's still not solving your problem. Right. right. What could you do? You, since you know you're making up a story in your head and you you know that it's he's not going to think anything negative, what is it that you think you could do? This is, it's a block, right? Can you agree, yeah. right? Yes, I do agree, for sure. So, in order to push past that block, what is it that you need to do? I have ideas, but I want to hear your ideas. Well, uh, I mean, I think part of it for me is a confidence issue mm-hmm. that is creating thoughts and making me feel like I can't. And, and I say that because like I'm 
pretty good about stepping out of my comfort zone when it comes mm -hmm. to like trying new things, not in my marriage, <laughs> but you know, trying new things like starting a business or joining a mom's group or whatever. I can do that all day long. You're on here with me. That's a lot of, right. It's right. a lot of courage, right? Yeah. And so I'm really good about that, but I think when it comes to the very personal side of it, that there's a confidence for me that I can't, or I'm, I'm not comfortable pushing past that. Wow. And I feel like there's a confidence. I mean, it's just that confidence in myself. And I think, you know, for our, my marriage, I think part of it is maybe self-esteem mm -hmm. just, you know, because I know that that is an issue for me, but also, um, that, I mean, he's not ever made me feel uncomfortable or ever made me feel like I'm not good enough for him but mm -hmm. there's that story mm -hmm. in my mind that we tell ourselves 100%. Yes, yes, yes. for sure Understood. And so yeah I think I don't I don't know the next step but I know that that is definitely one of the issues is a confidence yeah a lack of confidence thank you so much for that and the reason why I asked you to tell me what is it keeping you from like pushing past that wall is because if I tell you, then there's no difference than me getting on the podcast all by myself and just speaking out into the right. air, right? If I just give my own idea of what I think it might be, it's not personal for you. Yeah, you're right. I wasn't thinking that it would be a confidence issue, right? So, but that, but it is so true. Yeah. I oh, like totally can resonate with that where yeah. he's like, are you kidding, babe? Like, I think you're beautiful. And you're right. like, I know I'm not, I gave the baby weight or you're like, right. whatever it is going on in your head, you know, that, that is causing you to lack in confidence for me. That's what it is. That's why I say it. But like, so I totally, totally understand that. Now you said your love language is physical affection. Yes. What is his? His is being probably words of affirmation. Okay. Would be his biggest one. Um, okay. Feeling seen. And like I was just listening yeah. to your last podcast about, yeah. you know, the words. And I was like, yeah, that that's <laughs> it. Uh -huh. Totally. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I ask is because I, I can't sit here and, and pretend right. like the confidence thing is not a real issue right like yeah I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh get over it right right you know how many people would tell you be like oh you need to just get past that this is I've literally heard people say this oh you just need to get past that he doesn't care he yeah. just wants you exactly the way you are I could tell you that right. and like and that'd be the same thing you've heard from you know 25 other people and it may be true I'm not yeah. saying it's not true but that doesn't get to the heart of how you actually feel right. when you're like, yeah, okay. I know that's true, but that doesn't help me when I don't want to turn on the light. Right. <laughs> yes. Right? yes. Or, like it doesn't help. Right. So the reason why I ask for his love language is because when we're in that space of like, 
wanting to connect, but like feeling not so comfortable. It doesn't necessarily have to start with that physical connection right away. Yeah. So if you connect with him verbally, and I say that because you said that's his love language, right. like if right. you connect with him in another way by be being vulnerable with him, yeah. to tell him like, you know, babe, and you can tell him like directly, like, you know, babe, like I've really been thinking about it and things have been so much better, you know, over the past couple of years or whatever. And right before we had COVID, you were just being so amazing. And then we got sick and we kind of fell off. And like, I would really love to get back to that. And I know that you're waiting for me, Yeah. but I'm lacking in confidence. Like, but I want that with you. Like I want, you know what I mean? Like if you tell him that, I don't know, you tell me, like, how do you think he will react to that sort of vulnerability? I mean, I think that would for sure make him feel, at least to know, I think that he would feel like there is hope for like that lack of a better way of saying it, you know, like mm -hmm. that it could get back to what it was. But I also think that he would absolutely wait on me to do it. <laughs> So, Do you think he would wait on you? Now you said it's because he feels like he might be rejected that because mm -hmm. he's verbalized that. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, and I'm just asking, do you think it's also because he's trying to be respectful of you? Like, yes. you know what I mean? Is there that a piece of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's because he sees how much I struggle some days with the kids mm -hmm. and, and not that he steps in. <laughs> and helps necessarily but he does I think respect me in that way like she's had a long day and I'm not gonna like I can get I get that from him okay so how can we help him to know because sometimes that's all it is yeah instead of like you actually physically initiating like right. sometimes I'll tell my husband in the middle of the day be like uh later like <laughs> yeah. you need to and he'd be like check done <laughs> yes well and so I there's there's been times where I have you know felt like okay well I'm gonna send him a text just to let him know like hey this is where my mind is but then his thing is it's like well yeah but by like 10 o'clock your mind's not there anymore <laughs> like, true yeah and that happens and it's yeah. true though because it's so right. many times I'll say that I'll be like oh you know you need to and then mm -hmm. you're right by 10 o'clock I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah totally so like don't even tell me that because yeah. I get excited <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and he what happens he's disappointed right yes so how can you us as women because I, I just said I do the same thing right so yeah. how can we be better about it like I know things that I do to be better about it what do you think you could do in your own life to be better about that I mean I think for sure communicating and that is one of the things that I feel like we both struggle with is just being open with each other and I mean so it depends on the topic but some things we just are completely like we just don't talk about it um but I think communicating for sure and being able to just open up with him and say, Hey, this is where my head is. And, or, you know, like, even if it's just something positive during the day, you know, just saying, 
like, hey, I miss you, or hey, you know, like, I can't wait till you come home, like setting that groundwork for what the rest of the evening could look like. And I, and then I also think verbalizing if there's a rough day, like, hey, if I could get you to help me do this, then we could like get done earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like we, things would be, wouldn't be so chaos and I wouldn't be exhausted at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think communicating for sure. Those are definitely going to be good. One thing um, my husband and I started doing and we learned this like from our church and you know, our pastors, they had done like a, a marriage event. Mm-hmm. One thing that we picked up from it that has been game changer is uh they had told us they were like look you know I live in New York City so we're talking like really small apartments right and and, uh places where like my son was in in our bedroom till he was three years old like Uh he would be like up in the crib like what you doing right this is (laughs) just not right conducive sometimes and they had told us they were like look we get that we live in New York City and like we're in small apartments but as soon as you can you get those kids out of your room and what they they said was like to make your bedroom your sanctuary yeah and that was something that we did like our bedroom is like our place like this is mommy daddy time like we you know I decorated it nice like it's super comfortable like you know we actually I need to redo it now that I'm saying of all the visions I had for it in the beginning <laughs> but like it's it's the kind of place that my kids they'll know there, there's a time like oh no no this yeah. is mommy daddy time and for you guys like being intentional about setting that up like yeah. you know what I mean setting it up so that this is our comfortable time and you know sometimes that's all the initiating that you have to start doing yeah is letting him know like no I want to make a space for us you know whatever that looks like for you it just that was one thing for me but it's the idea of yeah that's a good idea yeah I mean also like the idea of of the time Mm -hmm. so my daughter is 14 and she will be in my room till (laughs) 11 o'clock at night yes yeah and I have to be like girl no, yeah. it's it's my right. daddy time. Yes. Go yeah. bye. Go to sleep. Yeah. You know, but we so we've started to find other times of the day that we can connect without you know. So bes- like besides putting the boundary, because yeah. we also want to at that age, I want to make sure she feels comfortable to come right. in and talk to us. We found other times of the day that we can connect. Right, like they they're in school all day and we work from home all day. So sometimes we'll just sit home together and have lunch together to have quiet time while they're not around. Right. So whatever that looks like for you guys, but I think it's the idea of being intentional about you. The family is important, obviously. Right. Right. We have this, like this very big calling to raise these children that we have. And like, we gotta, you know, we want to be there for them and all those other good things. It's all great. But I've been, um, I've kind of really learned that like, they're going to leave the house one day, you know, they're going to grow up, hopefully you're going to do a great job and they're going to grow up and they're going to be like, you know, just great citizens of the world. And you're going to be left with your husband. Right. Yeah. So that's a relationship that you really need to pour into now. For sure. Yeah. Right. It sounds like 
you were doing that yeah. and then maybe you fell out of practice and, and because it was it took so long to get there maybe that's why it's hard to getting back to it yes yeah I agree with that I well and I I think that's where I'm at too is and he I think he's realized that you know there's going to come a point in time where these kids aren't going to be here and we're going to be with each other and uh, we have talked before about like how awkward is that going to be like <laughs> because we don't I mean, we're getting better about it, but you know, we don't hang out together. We don't, because it's just a, so much about our kids and our kids are younger. So they, it has to be about them sometimes. But I think when he last year, when he did that 180, that he was like, oh, there is just going to be us. <laughs> and so I, I do think that we're both in a space where we want it to be better and we want to connect more. I think yeah. it's just, he's waiting on me a hundred percent waiting on me. <laughs> it sounds like if you like dip your toe in, mm -hmm. he'll be ready. Yeah. And I do, that was another thing I was going to say is I absolutely think that if I took those first steps that he would fall into place and he would I mean, I've told him like, if you just, if we have conversation and you like hold my hand, that's all it takes. Like that's you'll it. just, <laughs> that'll be it. Yeah. And, but I told, you know, I, I keep trying to reiterate with him. Like it's, I need your affection for me to return the, you know, what it is that you're wanting. And, but I think. Does stop there. What is it? What do you mean? So when the, what is it you're wanting? Are you talking about the, the verbal love language or are you talking about like physically? Physically. Okay. For him, because that's his big thing is he, I mean, words of affirmation are for sure what his love language is, but his big thing I hang up in our marriage is that we don't, we aren't intimate enough okay. like in the bedroom. And so I think for him, it is, and I've told him, you know, like if you hold my hand, I'll be more than happy to make it, <laughs> make it worth your while later. <laughs> but, but, um, I, I have to, I feel like I need to switch it to where I can't make it about me and it has to be him first. You know, like I get that that is what he wants, but if I take the first initiative and make it about him instead of what I'm feeling, then it will, he'll follow. I think, I do believe he'll follow. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking when I stopped you. Yeah. Because I just wanted to clarify. What I would say there though is I totally resonate with like, oh, I'm not in the mood. Like if you're not going to hug me and kiss me during the day, like, yeah. and you just want to hug me and kiss me like at night once the kids are in bed when you're ready, you know right. what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, ill. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, right. Like I, yeah. that makes me feel, right. I literally told him that. Yeah. And he's like, Oh my God, that's so not true. And I'm like, well, that's what it makes me feel like yeah. when you don't do that during the day. So I don't, I want to make sure that we acknowledge that. Yeah. Right. Like that is really important because you're not alone in that. There are so many women who feel the same way. So if we just, if we just jump to Oh, it's not about me. Let me, let me make it about him. And I'll just, we can do that. Right. There's right. plenty of times that I've initiated when I wasn't really in the mood, just, just to start the, 
cycle going again, you know, and, and that has worked for me. So I'm not going to say it doesn't work, Mm -hmm. but one thing that you said that I think is important to note is that you even said, if you just hold my hand, it makes me feel better. So instead of thinking it as this big thing that I need to initiate sex for us to like, like for us to start on this, like great cycle again, how Mm -hmm. about you just initiate him holding your hand? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a lot less scary thing to do. Yeah. That's still sure. giving you what you need. Right. Like we can't just forget about our needs, right? Yeah. And I like I try to be really careful when I talk about this because I see so much other stuff out there that really like if you just listen to what they're saying, it's like, well, you're asking me to be a doormat, but then I'm not, you know, right. my my feelings are valid. Yeah. So if you try with just that initiating the holding of the hands we're initiating like there's times where you know if we're sitting in the car I'll grab my husband's hand or if we're watching a movie and then he'll like get the message and then he'll settle in and then he'll start cuddling right because then he then he's like oh okay because for him it's not second nature right yeah but by me doing the simple thing it's like oh okay yeah okay I get it like light bulb on that's it. That's the only clue he needed. Right. Or like, there's times where I want to cuddle and I'm like this, like giving his arm, like, give me your arm. Yes. Yes. I want to cuddle. Right. And he, he's never going to tell me no. He's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And we cuddle. And then I feel instantly, I feel better. Yeah. It's not, it's not like all this big, you know, I'm going to initiate this whole big thing. And, and then I don't, you know, because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot when you, when you're already not feeling confident, right. when you're already not feeling there Mm -hmm. Uh, it's that's not how enjoyable is that going to be and then it's not enjoyable for anybody and you're just like well I just did it because I thought you wanted it and he's like I don't I don't want it if you don't want to be here yeah right that's going to be important to him he wants to connect with you he doesn't want somebody who's just there like I'm just doing you a favor right yeah he wants to connect in that way. So, you know, that might make it easier for you yeah I, I didn't think about that but you're right I do think And it is such a simple thing, like going, I can do that. I can sit next to him and, and, you know, like hold his hand, but it, I think it's when it goes beyond and bigger and what, you know, those things is when I'm like, (laughs) But, but see, those are the things that like, when you talk about communicating, like if those are the things you start to communicate to him, Mm -hmm. I know you want me to initiate and these are my ways of starting to initiate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? It's, I think you're, you're meeting him in the middle because right now you're both at two ends of the, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's like, there's a lake in between you and you guys are at both ends and you're like, I'm not going until you go. You're not. Yeah. Yes. That is exactly what it's like. Right. We're just trying to build a bridge here. Right. Right. And you guys can start both like start crossing so you can meet in the mm-hmm. middle. It's not fair for any one person to completely cross over. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's not what a marriage is about. Right. So right. if you, if you do those things and, but then let them know like, Hey, I'm trying to build a bridge here. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that I'm, I'm trying to do. So he sees like, Oh, she is making an effort. I agree with that. I, and I, like I said, I think that if he saw the effort on my part, he would for sure follow. Yeah. And I think he's just waiting and communicating. I think opening up that 
communication with him because I do feel like even if I went and held his hand that he wouldn't just pick up on like it wouldn't go there for him (laughs) but it does for me you know like for me that's all that it would take but I feel like he would be like oh well she's just holding my hand (laughs) like that isn't uh, maybe sometimes but I feel like that it would I would have to communicate like hey if I come to you and you know like we're just affectionate in any short sort of way that that is going to mean something uh and not always you know sex or whatever but just making that connection yeah and letting him I think letting him know that would be a key thing yeah if that's a thing where he's like well we're not being intimate enough and you're mm-hmm. like I want to be more intimate yeah and these are the steps that I'm trying to take to get there yeah does that sound good babe you know what I mean (laughs) yeah yeah and he'll say yeah it sounds great (laughs) or he might also offer uh, other ideas like oh my god imagine that are we married husbands who are like smart capable men right (laughs) and sometimes oh my gosh imagine that they have great ideas right yes yeah and so that's what that communication is about is like this is my goal Mm -hmm. you know I know you said that this was something that you wanted and and I want to be able to give that to you right like saying things in that way you're like he's not on the defensive yeah you're coming to him with like this is something you said you wanted here I'm trying to give it to you help me help me help you right And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh. And they've got all these ideas and they, you know, and then they become involved in the process. And then you guys are really connecting and communicating or whatever, because he, he gets what you're doing. Exactly. It's not just like, I'm going to keep quiet and I'm going to hold his hand and wait and see what he does. Yeah. And I do absolutely believe that they do have to go hand in hand because like I said, if I don't tell him, then he's not, especially with the place that we're in with it being awkward and with it being, um, you know, like not comfortable doing, making that first initiative. If I just do that, you know, hold his hand, he's, it's going to go right over his head. (laughs) So I think that they have to be hand in hand. Awesome. When we end this call, Mm-hmm. what are you going to do before like what the next week two weeks I want you to give yourself a timeline yeah that you think is reasonable and I, we've talked about several things here that are ways that you can you know come up to really work towards this goal that you have and I don't want to be here I can I can say okay so your homework is right. one two and three yeah but of, of everything that we talked about throughout this last conversation, what few things are going to be the most impactful and things that you can do like today, right? Because yeah. I want you to feel like in a couple of days or in a week, like, oh my gosh, like I did the thing and I'm starting I think, oh, something happened. Oh, there was right. a spark. Let yeah. me do another thing. Yeah. What things can you do that's really going to make an impact? I mean, I think one of the easiest things that I could do is just communicate with him throughout the day, like text him or just let him know, like, Hey, you're being thought about, um, and letting him be seen, you know, like 
I'm thinking, you know, like I'm thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think for sure, just having that open communication in that way. Okay. Um, so that's I, one. I also think, you know, like having that conversation with him that we mm -hmm. talked about where, you know, like, Hey, I really want to do this. And it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I'm stuck and I really want, you know, like, this is what I'm going to do. So you kind of know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think just having that conversation. So those are two like amazing things. Yeah. Now, letting him know throughout the day, you're basically communicating with him in his love language, right? Letting him know throughout the day, you're thinking of him. That seems to be, I'm going to guess that that's pretty easy and right. you won't really have any hard time doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that the second thing, having this very important conversation with him might yeah. be a little bit more difficult to execute. <laughs> yes. What obstacles might get in your way of doing that? I mean, I for sure fear because the story's in my head, you know, <laughs> like I think, and that I think too, not that we're talking about that, but I think that that is where our communication, not uh, on my part. I mean, mm -hmm. I definitely think there's issues on both parts, but I think there's the breakdown for me is the fear of him. It depends on the topic, but yeah. I think for, you know, in this particular instance, I think it is a fear that's going to be in the way of, I want to say the awkwardness, but that's not the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, it's just, it's the fear of the, maybe the unknown, you know, like, what is it that he's, it's not going to be a negative response, but what is it that he's going to think that's where I'm at? What is he going to Okay. Think? <laughs> okay. So that's why I ask, because what I, what I would hate to happen mm -hmm. is we have this great conversation Yeah. and you have all these great ideas and you implement part of it, which is yeah. maybe texting him throughout the day. Right. And then maybe he's busy at work or whatever, and he doesn't text you back or, or it doesn't, is not received right. as well as you wanted it to. Yeah. Now that fear just got bigger. Mm -hmm. And the really, really important thing that you needed to do, which was to have this conversation with him, yeah. all of a sudden doesn't happen. Right. That's why I asked you yeah. what obstacles are going to start. So I want you to think about this. Okay, so if the fear, you know, like, you know, what's he going to say? What's he going to think? Worst case scenario, mm -hmm. what would he think? And worst case scenario, it what happens if you don't, right? Like it's all this. I like to think, um, you know, when, we, when we're looking up, like you were talking earlier, you're not afraid to start a business, things like that. So if we're looking at business and so if we just kind of use this example, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, what if it fails? That's, that's right. the thing that I hear all the time, right? what if my, my idea fails? And then I'm like, what if it doesn't? Yeah. What if it succeeds? Right. So if you shift your mindset there, yeah. not saying that the fears are not going to exist. Mm -hmm. Of course they're going to exist. I'm not being heartless and saying, forget about them. <laughs> yeah. What I'm offering you is a different perspective. Yeah. And take some time later today, whenever, what would happen? Like 
if it worked. Like if this conversation works and if you focus on that, right, because what we focus on is what grows, like what, that's like the grass is greener where you water it. So if you stop watering that side of the lawn, that's like fear and rejection and all this is like, you just like neglect it yeah. and focus on this other side here. That's like, no, we have a beautiful marriage and you know, yeah. Sure, we have some brown spots here and there, but I'm actually going to take care of it. And think about what will actually happen if I have this crazy, this scary conversation with him, if I'm actually vulnerable with him. Like, what could actually happen? Like, what potential is really there? Yeah. Right? You could you could think about it. We could be talking, maybe it's a, a, a month from now or a year from now or six months from now. We could have this conversation and it could be totally different. Yeah. Just like, right. oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, you can't even imagine like that one step of having yeah. that conversation with him, all the, the catalyst that was for all the other things in our marriage that changed. Yeah. And you are right, because that is exactly what I can, with the, with the way that our marriage is, that's what I could envision happening is taking that first, because I think that it would meet so many of his needs. Mm-hmm. And, and mine, but I think meeting his needs first and then him reciprocating would like blow our marriage up into something amazing. And, and I see it, <laughs> but that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I need to address this awkwardness. Yeah. It has been so long. And I yeah. just, I, you know, like I can't anymore. It's, yeah. it needs to be fixed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you see, you so you understand why when you reached out to me, I was like, uh-huh. I can't answer this in a yeah. DM. Yes. <laughs> All right, folks. So we go on to wrap up the call with a few other personal details, things of that nature. But I hope this really helps you to understand what it's like actually to sit in a one-on-one coaching session. I hope it gives you the courage to go ahead and reach out and say, yeah, that's me. I have an issue that can't really be answered over a DM or a podcast episode or something like that. Something that is quite nuanced that might actually help other people to to, to learn about. So if you are interested in a free one-on-one coaching session, remember that you can do something just like this person did. You could reach out to me and we would record our conversation and we wouldn't air all of it. Not going to air all the personal details, but just enough to kind of give the listeners an idea of what it would be like. Um, And then also really for the listeners to hear the coaching answers to that question. The other ways is just to reach out on uh, for a one-on-one But the third way, and right now the the biggest way that you can reach out and have coaching with me is through our group coaching program, and that's going to be the Grace Fueled Marriage Method. So the we are opening the doors to the Grace um, to the group coaching program that's going to be partnered with the Grace Fuels Marriage Method. So yes, you will get access to the course in that, and we will go through it in a six week. Uh, 
session, right? So once a week for six weeks, and we will go through the modules in a group coaching format. Later on next week, you will hear from another student who went through that uh, situation, who went through that coaching program with me, and you'll get to hear what she said. And I'm really excited to let you guys know all the details. The cart is not open now. So if you try right now, you won't be able to, uh, you know, get the group pro coaching program. Uh, so that will happen later next week. You'll get all the details then. And until then, I just really pray about it. If it's something that you have been considering doing, something that you want to do, something that you feel like you really want to get in community with other women and really get with somebody who can help work through the little nuances of your personal situation, I would ask for you to prayerfully consider that. And we will learn all and more about it next week. Until then, bye-bye. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.